0: Yes, let's start with tea. What you're what you're giving me today. Oh, I'm giving you
1: today some nettle, some raspberry, some blueberry, and a little bit of hibiscus. So this is a Friday night drink.
0: I mean we uh, I already smell a little bit of the tea packet and it's like so beautiful. <laughs> we always have like a different drink if you haven't noticed. Yeah.
1: It's literally it chats over drinks. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so let's cheers.
1: Cheers.
0: To a nice lovely chat. Mm is so delicious mm. and
1: nettles are in season we went nettle foraging the other day in the forest yeah
0: my fingers are still <laughs> two but nettles are so good for
1: you today's episode is actually i started with the conversation where alice was leaving my house we just literally stood by my front door for like half an hour discussing this and then we were like, you know what, this should be an episode.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that's where, why we're here today. <laughs> Literally, it has started as a
1: chat between two friends, and that's kind of how we want to keep it. We want it to be very authentic and very real. So we're hoping that you're going to join this chat. Um, today's topic is sustainability. Uh, we're going to look at it from two very different perspectives when it comes to two very different body sizes. Um, different journeys. Different journeys, mm. different budgets. Like, this, just... I'm hoping that um, you can relate to one of the stories at least. Mm. Or we give you some, you don't know, just some perspectives to look at. Or just like, I don't know, some light bulb is going to go on. And you can start thinking about things differently. Or doing some research on your own.
0: Yeah. And this is like our way of easing into the whole subject of sustainability. Because that's definitely something we want to talk about. But it's a lot. It's a really big
1: subject. And
0: I think sustainability
1: has become this um I don't know, this very really trendy word mm. first of all. It's so much greenwashing going on. But it's also I think in the beginning when I started like looking into sustainability, it was very like doom and gloom. Mm. It was all about how fashion is the second biggest polluter, how, you know, we're destroying the planet, um, with fashion industry, but Recently we watched this documentary mm-hmm. uh, Which we talked to in the episode that we're gonna link down below that was called the fashion for Fashion reimagined. Yes that was the <laughs> one. Um so first of all, we highly recommended it But it was the first documentary that I watched about sustainability and about fashion industry that didn't look at it from that this doom mm. and gloom perspective she actually um, shows a lot of ideas and she looks at things from sort of different point of view of how we resolve this whole situation so instead of just talking about how bad it is like let's move forward and see the different avenues that we can take to improve that yeah I probably want to mention that sustainability was probably one of the reasons why I have left fashion industry Mm. because I saw how much damage is doing how our consumerism culture is just insanity yeah how much stuff we're purchasing how unnecessary it is how we don't ask ourselves any questions we don't know and we don't even think about the whole chain behind the garment that we are wearing Mm -hmm. we don't think about people we don't think about the fabrics how they're made we don't think about you know how long it takes for that garment to get into your house how many different countries has to go Mm -hmm. through like there's just so much Mm -hmm. um but I think we're at the point where there is no other way. Like we have to start looking at clothes very differently.
0: Hundred percent.
1: So how we? So because you're going through this journey now, mm. when you're kind of getting a little bit more aware, because you are in the social media space, mm. and the social media space is filled with just selling us things. Yeah, like that's what it has become. Everyone yeah. is trying to sell you something, and the holes and all that kind of stuff. Like how do you? look at it from your perspective when you think about sustainability and how has the idea of it changed recently
0: as you're saying it's very recent (laughs) i think maybe in like the last year not that i never like thought about it i've never Mm. like been into haul videos i've never purchased to return because um as a photographer i just know a lot of the behind the scenes of how things are being made how
1: influencers are influencing
0: yeah and a lot of the time you know it is this pretty picture of like look at this wardrobe that I have and it's you know I have a new outfit every single day and it's different and it's colorful and interesting but behind that there's a lot of unnecessary purchasing there's a lot of buying returning and
1: so buying it so you're saying that people buy it just to take a picture and they just return it yes so like you create the content and then you just get rid of this yes wow so
0: when i first started um straight after university in like 2015-16 um i really quickly fell into the influencer side of things like taking pictures and videos for influencers i was a full-time photographer for a quite a large influencer in the uk and i would go to her house she would be Recording videos in her bedroom and I was in the other bedroom or room Editing the video so it was like really fast paced like fast 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 and um, Not just her but like the the whole notion behind um, Influencing at that time and I think still up to this day was um, you know what is gonna perform better on YouTube. So how, how
1: do you stay relevant? On, relevant, relevant, <laughs>
0: relevant on social media. Yeah. So obviously buying everything new in. So you go Zara, just add, add, add. Like it would sometimes go up to like three hundred pounds. God. I know three hundred pounds of things and like purchasing, then filming a video. This is for YouTube mainly, and then most of the time everything goes back into the bag and back to the shop. And just thinking back as well, I like I said, I was never into it. I would never be like, Oh, this is what I need to do as well. But do you
1: feel like it was something that ever crossed your mind, like to stay relevant on social media? Yeah. Would you call yourself an influencer actually? That's the question that I wanted to ask you. Hmm And what does influencer even like mean? Because I I find it like such an interesting subject.
0: A lot of people nowadays don't like the word influencer. It's more...
1: Why do you think? So there's
0: a, to me, there's a massive difference between influencer and uh, content creator, even though it kind of seems like it's the same thing. But mm. influencer is mo- more like, think I feel like it's the mindset of, I want to influence, I want to be famous, I want to like, be the star, I don't know, Th- to but me personally. And then c- content creator is more like people who are more creative with things. And mm. um, it doesn't necessarily need to be revolved around influencing someone to buy something, but it's more like just, you know... People who do vlog videos, for example, they are creating content. It's like, but they're
1: still influencing other people. Not like, necessarily. When you think, when I think about it, like we all influence each other.
0: Yeah, from that side, yeah. So it's
1: just like if you have a platform with a huge following, you just have more people that you're able to influence. Mm. But I don't necessarily think about it in the terms of um, like fashion or creativity. Mm. But what I don't, what I kind of associate influencing with, it's also trying to sell you stuff. Yes. So, um, I don't know if you've listened to this podcast that I've sent you. about. No, no. Oh my gosh, we're going to link it down below because okay. I've listened to it and um, I forgot the name of the girl. But anyways, it's a podcast called Conscious Chatter. And i really love it because um they talk a lot about sustainability from different perspectives and she talks about they talk about influencing and influencers mm-hmm. and this kind of notion of what social media has become mm-hmm. is this kind of like machine platform. almost <laughs> yeah but also at yeah. like this platform that's trying to sell you things constantly yeah, yeah. so i think first of all and, and it's also becoming easier because we looked at influencers as like when you were following people online almost like you could relate to them more than to a brand that has a poster or that Mm -hmm. advertises in a magazine Mm -hmm. because you kind of have a human being behind this product but on the flip side they're using that kind of notion of like oh i feel like i know you as a friend because i've been following you for three years and then when that person is trying to sell you thing, you're probably more likely to buy that just mm-hmm. because you're thinking that that person is actually using it and they're actually loving it. And, yeah. you know, you have this human connection yeah. as well yeah. as, you know, someone selling you something. So I think if you're not aware of it, it's very likely that you're going to be like, oh, this person's loving it. And, you know, I've been loving that person for three years, mm-hmm. so I must love that product too.
0: True. Yeah. In that sense, that it's always going to come into play when it mm. comes to following. Yeah. Uh, but I think it's more, I'm looking at the intention that influencer has, because there's a lot of people who don't really care about their, their audience in the sense of like, I want to influence people to do, I don't know, to buy a course. Like, let's say that's yeah. not necessarily a bad thing, but when no, it comes but not to, so,
1: yeah, but influence, it could be a good and bad thing. Exactly. Like, it doesn't have to be necessarily this negative yeah. connotation that influencer now has. And,
0: and that's what I'm trying to like remove myself from like quote-unquote the bad side of it yeah, yeah, like yeah. just making you buy 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 everything from i mean we can get into the conversation um of sustainability here because um i did a whole month and actually six weeks in total of no buy mm-hmm. so i didn't purchase anything i maybe like purchased something on vintage but that was like after a very long research yeah um it wasn't what i used to do like, I would go into a store. If I liked something, I would buy Some it. So a
1: lot of like impulse buying then. Yeah,
0: exactly. And, you know, if you go into High Street, everything is relatively cheap. Mm-hmm. So it kind of seems like, oh, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't affect me. It doesn't affect my wallet that much. Well, it does. We can get into in the it. long life. run, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. But in that moment, you think, oh, 25 pounds. Like, okay, fine. I'll yeah. buy it. Um, so yeah, I did the whole month or six weeks of no buy, and my whole like shopping habits have completely changed. So mm. I almost want to suggest everyone, especially who are in a in a space where they do buy quite a lot of things, yeah, try at least like one month not to buy anything. Try to watch some documentaries, you know, listen to podcasts, educate yourself, educate yourself, and like kind of just start reshaping because it's not going to happen in one day. You can't just wake up and be like, you know what? No, sustainability, I can do this. You know, it's it's not going to happen. Like, it's not... Maybe for some people, but I think on, like, a, a bigger scale, not everyone can do it. And mm. it has to start somewhere. So my journey definitely started from this one month of, yeah of being very, very conscious. And now if I go into a high street store, even if I do... Uh, The try-on videos that I do on my TikTok, um, where I try on things as a curvy girl to see if it's fitting or, like, what the material is. Yeah. Um, Before, there were a lot of temptations. There was a lot of, like, oh, I want to buy this, and then I would. Um, And now I've been in stores many times, and even if I have that temptation, there's a lot of thought that goes through my head. Just what you said, like, where the garment's been, like of the people creating it um you know how they've been uh treated and, yeah. yeah um a lot of those things do go through my mind now and i often just put it back mm. <laughs> so yeah. you know, it's interesting
1: because i thought about it a message to you i was like i've realized that since the beginning of the year it's almost mm. may i've purchased four things yeah um and they were very like, I thought through those purchases they were quite important mm-hmm. and, like, really well, well researched. And I was also really aware of, like, who am I supporting if I buy this piece of clothing? Yeah. What kind of brand? And what's the value behind the brand that I am supporting? Yeah. Um, and I think that's really important. And I think it should be, like, a normalized thing. Like, when it comes to food, we think about more and more where this food comes from. Mm-hmm. Is it organic? Like, who made it? At least slowly. I feel like it's mm-hmm. way too slow, but... <laughs> Just the awareness is there, and yet when it comes to fashion industry, it really isn't.
0: Yeah, because I think oh, that, that's why I think like this subject is so heavy because there's so many different people, where they come from, and why they're purchasing things. Yeah. Um, but like, most of my friends are influencers, mm. and just looking through the prism of that, and like being around the whole social media um, space, it is something that just it has to change because you know if you do work on social media and you are influencing like you mentioned like whatever you do you do influence people
1: you have to be aware of it first of all
0: yeah be aware of it sit down with yourself and be like this is this something that i want to promote and stand by Mm, um that's a question that i really asked myself and You know, I've been trying to repurpose everything that I have in my wardrobe. And look, I'm not naked. (laughs) You know, I've got enough to wear. Um, It's just that the pressure of, am I going to stay relevant? Is it going to be like, am I going to be cool? Yeah, like within this month or like six weeks. um, I learned that, you know, you can stay relevant. And actually, it's even better than before. You just have to think outside of the box. Yeah, and I think people are also craving that like, different kind of information, different kind of, um... Do you think people are just sick of, like, being, like,
1: shit being sold to them constantly on every single platform they look at?
0: You must be, because, you know, even the trend that was, um... What was it called? The anti-influencing. de-influencing. That's it. I never took part of it, but I saw it everywhere. I'm like, But it's interesting because
1: in this podcast that I've mentioned to you, the girl talks about this trend of de-influencing. And she says how it started, um... And like a really good thing. Because people yeah. are actually telling you, like, don't buy this. You don't need this. Like, you don't. Mm. But it sort of turned into this. You don't need this. But instead of that, you might want to get this. <laughs> yeah. Which sort of sort of totally, like, flipped. Yeah. And now it's like, I'm not selling you this. But I might sell you this if yeah. you really want to. Which is, like,
0: total crap. Like, yeah. honestly. And I, ju- I just wish that every person could sit before they buy something with like the knowledge think yeah like just think about it
1: so what have, what sort of advice like do you ever have any chats with like friends that are influencers mm. about sustainability no no really why because not
0: there's so much money into it there's just so much that people are earning through influencers yeah
1: but at what cost
0: well but don't people don't think about <laughs> but that but do you not <laughs> ever want to even
1: like start the conversation with someone? like I understand they like they're living off of mm. social media like I get that but I don't know. Like, I don't have any friends that do that. But Mm. if I did, like, I would love to sit down and have a conversation. Because it's not necessarily, like, this is my opinion and you should be following Mm. it. But, like, I would love to even sit with someone and, like, try to understand their points of view on that subject.
0: 100%. Because it's
1: like, are you not educated about it? Do you just totally ignore it? Ignorance is bliss. Like, Mm. do you, you're putting money over your values? Like, do you have any values Mm -hmm. that, you know, like, I'm trying to really, like, understand and I don't. (laughs)
0: okay first of all from my side I think I haven't done it in the past because I didn't have my own views like firmly right you know my two feet in the ground to, to have that conversation and that's why I really want to explore this space also like our conversations that we've had and the podcasts that I've listened to and and you know everything that I consumed in the last couple of months like like I having am...
1: a knowledge behind, actually. Exactly. So if
0: someone asks me a question, I have something to say rather than like, oh, I don't know, you know. Um, so definitely, in know, in the future, um, I want to have those conversations because I think it's very important. And just like maybe they have never been like never had this question asked to them. So they've never thought, you know, when once you're in the mm. influencer bubble, like yeah. it's a firm bubble, you know, yeah. like everyone is doing the same thing. Everyone's talking about... You know, how much you've made, how many campaign, campaign, campaigns, campaigns, what did I say?
1: Yeah, campaigns. just <laughs> <laughs> like Man. numbers, numbers, numbers and money, money, yes. money. Yes.
0: And you have to look at society as a whole. Mm. Um, yes, like as an individual, you should start take, making changes. And I think that's why it's so important that on social media, there are people who are starting to yeah. implement like different ways of doing things. Yeah. But at the same time, it's A, going to take a long time, but also as a society, what do people want? Success. What does success mean? Money, uh, big house, luxury items, and how, you, how can you attain that is through, you know, getting massive campaigns. And that those are not necessarily sustainable. So mm. this is where I think the massive issue is as well because um even with myself i'm gonna be completely honest with you like i've thought about like well how am i gonna earn money if i suddenly like don't fit into this like box of you know what an influencer or content creator should look like yeah and i we had this conversation in the car i think and i was like i'm at the point where i'm i'm gonna see where it goes because Actually, I was so scared doing the whole challenge of no buy and repurposing my wardrobe, but yeah. that actually performed way better than I expected. Right, and people were so interested, and in, and like I, I still get comments, people telling me to keep going because it's like really inspiring them to do the same yeah i
1: mean it's when you're surrounded by like adverts i mean Mm. you open like even a vogue as fashion magazine half of that vogue is adverts So, from your point of view of being curvy Mm -hmm. do you feel that it's harder to be sustainable yes is it why do you think that
0: is um well there's not a lot of sustainable brands period i think (laughs) like Mm. for um any size like um on an accessible price point it's also not so accessible in a sense like it you just don't know where to look Mm. so there's a lot of research that needs to go into it and then you find a brand and then it goes up to like large which you know on on some cases is fine but when i'm looking at like thinking of a bigger scale of plus size world um large is not good enough and um, even for myself sometimes i just look at things and i'm like that really wouldn't fit me or it would like not be comfortable mm. obviously i'm not talking about rewearing because we kind of like touched on it i think that's the but best way like, to be because sustainable. when i think of sustainability
1: yeah. like it's really interesting how in fashion industry we focus on like what brands are sustainable mm. which for me that isn't really what sustainability is right i like, agree sustainability yeah. is like wear what you already have yeah. let's be honest most of us have a lot mm-hmm. so and that for me it doesn't matter like what size you are you still have clothes in your wardrobe
0: yeah yeah i think yeah i should have started with that i think um i sometimes skip information
1: and this is like darn like obviously <laughs>
0: exactly um i think that should be like the first thing in everyone's mind just like rewear what you already have and also yeah. like swapping like let's say you know maybe you're the same size with your sister or friend yeah. and you can kind of like borrow things and so on for a long time I was also scared of uh, thrifting going into vintage stores mm. or like even vintage or depop I was kind of like this whole world I couldn't understand I couldn't really um, find anything for my size that didn't look too grandma no offense um, but like everything is just like you know cute little florals and like shapeless dresses that has a lot to do with also developing personal style and we've right. touched on it in previous episodes yeah and confidence and just like really developing your persona right and i think once you where does developing
1: of the persona start do you reckon
0: just knowing yourself like work mm-hmm. on yourself yeah
1: because i feel like the sustainability journey should really start with what my values are yes. in life yes. in general when it comes to everything because if you have your values and they're really strong and you're like you know what like I don't want to be supporting people that encourage child labor mm-hmm. and you know I don't want to be supporting brands that don't pay their workers mm-hmm. and like all of those little questions that you ask yourself and that could be any type of purchase that you make. Mm-hmm. And I think if your values are not strong, or if you don't even know what what your values are, Mm
0: -hmm. then we can't
1: really talk about sustainability.
0: This is true. Um, And I think what I want to mention is, and I think you disagree with that, but I'm going to say anyway. (laughs) Uh, I think when you start like your journey of like trying to be more conscious Mm -hmm. of what you're buying and why you're buying things, yeah. I still think that it's okay to buy a few pieces here and there from mm. like high street. When I'm just thinking internally how my journey started like mm. a few months ago and how I just walking into a vintage store, I just felt so overwhelmed and just so lost and I just felt embarrassed also. But in
1: between that overwhelm and lost, like mm. has that ever crossed your mind? Like that question, like who am I supporting? Like who made this? yeah and at what cost yeah so even with that now. question no 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 but what i'm trying to mm. say is like when you got into the vintage shop and you're like oh my god i'm so overwhelmed i don't even know where to look like ha- has those questions like entered your mind in any t- any time at any point to be like before you feel oh well, i'm gonna go to zara instead because it's so much easier like <laughs> have you thought oh shit like i don't really and I- i'm supporting you know mm. all of those
0: but what's your view, let's say, mm. going into a vintage store and having like buying a second hand Zara yeah. piece. Yeah. Um and then buying something from Zara store but wearing it for like the next five day- <laughs> days. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I honestly,
1: um, to be perfectly honest, like I would go and shop secondhand over going to a high mm. street any day. Because I feel like we don't need any more new fashion, Mm -hmm. that's why the secondhand stores are overloaded with the high street. Mm. So think about the amount of clothes that's already there. Why would I be supporting someone making more? Mm -hmm. Like I'm not going to.
0: When people shop less from high street, that kind of signals to the brand.
1: Yeah, I mean if if all of us really sat with ourselves Mm. and thought about who am I supporting and where I'm putting my money Mm -hmm. and who's going to get it, I mean that would really change your shopping habits overnight. Yeah. And it's the same with like I have Levi's which are vintage and I don't support Levi as a brand like what they're doing isn't good. Yeah. If you do some research I mean it's fucking shocking. Yeah. But the Levi's that I have I'm going to wear them. I've been wearing them for almost 10 years and I'm going to mm-hmm. wear them for another 10 years because it's almost like I honor the people that have made that piece of clothing. Yeah. You know? This and is true. I know that they were not paid very well and the conditions that were making the clothes aren't great and all of those things that like Mm. make me feel very overwhelmed when I even think about it and Mm. really sad like makes me want to honor that piece of clothing so much more Mm -hmm. so I don't need to buy another pair of jeans and I think this is the other thing like we live in a world where we're bombarded by the trends like we talk about it a lot on the podcast yeah and it's almost like you have to have new this and new that and this is coming out and It is very overwhelming and it's almost like you just forget to even step back and be Mm. like why am I buying this because I need it because I bet you that you don't need it.
0: Like I said at the start, I think everyone should just start with not buying anything for a month Mm. and you will realize how much you have because honestly um coming from someone who always thought i don't have any enough in my wardrobe i don't like i have this small little wardrobe and i just felt like oh my god like everyone else has like a bigger wardrobe obviously they have more things to wear than me Mm. um and then now i'm like actually and, and another thing is buying things that you really love rather than following trends so you know i realized that probably like the last maybe a year or so i've been really buying just the things that i love Mm. and even though yes they they are from high street most of the time um like i'm gonna have them for a while because they really represent me and now that i have that i can look at it in a different light in a sense of like i'm not gonna buy more because this is enough Mm. and i think if we all just even started from that mindset yeah, just you know, appreciate that's the starting point. Head. Yeah, exactly. And when it comes to plus size, I really want to, like, touch on that because um, I do agree that you can buy it a lot. Like, <laughs> I've been so hooked on Vinted. Uh, I think we spoke about this in another episode, how I used to browse on ASOS just, like, mindlessly. Not even buying, just, like, you know, you can like it mm. and save it. And now I do that on Vinted and Depop, and there's, like, a whole gallery for me. And, um... I think yes it's scary as a plus size or curvy person because it's it is a little bit daunting and it's a little bit like ooh I don't know if I'm gonna find anything that's my size. Sit with yourself and really just educate yourself and just go through the app and you know, day by day you will start recognizing, you know, what you need to be doing in order to find something on Vinted that is gonna fit your style. But I wanna put the message out there like I'm a size 16, 18 and I can find a lot of things. this is like,
1: if I can do it, you can do it too.
0: Yes. (laughs) And also, like,
1: think about who are you supporting online. What kind of influencers are influencing you? Mm. And what are they influencing you to buy? Mm. Because I feel like that's also really important. Like, really question that. Be mindful. Be very mindful.
0: Because people are just trying to sell you things that they probably don't even want to wear. So, obviously, your um, sustainability journey has been longer than mine. Yeah. Uh, and I feel like you have loads of like really cool pieces in your wardrobe Mm. and the story behind it I guess my question would be what is the first thing you do or think about when you see a brand like you discover a brand on I don't know Instagram like pops up something yeah like how do you do your research to really know that this is something I can go behind and support
1: I think first I would go into the website and see how transparent they are when it comes to who made their clothes and where did the fabric come from and the whole ethos behind the brand. Because I feel these days every other brand is sustainable. Mm. And it's not entirely true.
0: This is, this is why I'm asking this because a lot of people are like greenwashing. Yeah, there's
1: a lot of greenwashing. So don't look like if you look at the brands, most of them would have sustainable mm. in the, uh, like the, what's it called? The bio. Yeah. So dig a bit deeper yeah just go into the website you know see how sustainable they are see how much um you know where are the garments coming from who is making them do the fabric come from are they organic where do they like research the fabric where do they get it from mm. um like all of those little pieces and i know it's a lot of research mm. but it goes back to like we don't really need that much clothes mm-hmm. we already have a lot mm. so be very picky and very choosy with what brands are you supporting yeah um so don't just go with the label of sustainability because yeah. that isn't enough and it shouldn't be enough and the other thing is obviously like we talk about mother of pearl mm-hmm. and i think mother of pearl if you go into the website and you see their eaters and like what sustainability means to them i feel like that should be a golden standard for whatever any other brand is to be perfectly honest they are so transparent about everything they do and the whole story and the ethos behind the brand is something that I support a thousand percent Um, so if you don't really know I would encourage you to go to that website read what they have to say and then based on that see if other brands that you're thinking about supporting or buying from really align with that Mm. so that would be my biggest advice to be honest
0: and what do you think of um, renting clothing? Because I feel like there's a little bit of... uh, It came onto the scene as like this... Sustainable option. Ooh, it's going to be amazing. But now I'm seeing more and more people talking about how like actually it's not even (laughs) that great. I have never rented anything, Mm. first of all. So
1: I can't give you a first-hand experience. What I don't like about it... I'm going to say first, because I feel like, let's <laughs> just start with what I don't like. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what I don't like is the fact that this piece of clothing still has to get into your house somehow. Mm. Uh, and get cleaned so,
0: as well. Get dry cleaned. Mm.
1: Um, and also, if you look at the the brands that are doing the whole rental, there is still a lot of like new things.
0: Yeah. You know, it's
1: it, they're still based on trends. Yeah. At least from my perspective, that's how I'm seeing it. Yeah. So is it a better option? I don't think it is, because it still wants you to get something new. It still like thrives on
0: this idea of
1: newer the better.
0: So it's almost like um, it's not necessarily that the person is sustainable. Maybe they just don't want to spend X amount of money on a so dress. So they're going to spend
1: less, but they're still going to get... But it's again, mm. like behind it, it's still like, let's get something new. Let's get something new. Let's get something new. I can't buy it. I might as well rented it. Mm. I, like, and I think that's what we have to really step back from. This yeah. whole, like, the newer, the better yeah. thing that we, like, being fed. We are
0: really anti-trend, I, I realize. We're, like, this is... I, th-
1: I think I've always been anti-trend. Yeah, but, like,
0: the more I'm thinking about it, like, coming from a, um, you know, m- influencer back- background mm. or, like, what I'm doing. Yeah, it's like, I'm getting more and more, I, like... put
1: a spell on Alice. <laughs> no more! Um... But I think the more you educate yourself, the mm. more you realize like what's happening. I mean, recently there were this huge protest in Manchester and London in regards to Rana Plaza, uh, which was a huge building that collapsed in Bangladesh, I believe, mm. it killed thousands of people. And then the brands that had the ma- the clothes made there were mostly like brands that we see on the high street. Um, and then the people didn't get much support, I mean the building was in a terrible condition, people were working in terrible conditions, but this is not something that makes, um, you know, first page news, it's not something that's talked about a lot, Mm. because it's not in in the favour of the high street, and it's not in the favour of this whole consumerism culture that we live in, and Mm. I think it's just, it's something that should be everywhere splashed Mm. around and yeah it's a very sad truth and it's very doom and gloom and you're seeing those people and you're just like oh my god i can't believe this is happening in the 21st century but that's what you gave the money you gave the money to a brand that supported that so essentially you are supporting that
0: Mm. and maybe actually you're going to be cool if you don't just don't support those brands because i think the big fear is I'm going to lose out on money. I'm going to not be relevant anymore. Like from social media kind Mm. of. Because I feel like not even influencers, but like like people who are on social media, like post pictures of, you know, new things and outfits and stuff like that. And yeah, I feel like just start with yourself. Mm. Find out what your true self and your style is. Let's start there. So you can't be really influenced left, right and center to try all these new things. Because the more I realize what my style is, the more I understand that, you know, every brand and every trend is not for me. So I'm not going to buy into it, not going to even look that way. So if more people realize that it's not their style, that will even reduce the, the influence
1: yeah and the impact i don't know for me it's values like values and values and values and think about what values you have and who you're supporting and yeah educate yourself Mm -hmm. because when you start educating yourself on this subject you uh, can't go back (laughs) yeah you can't yeah you can't unsee what you've seen and Mm. there's some shocking truths to be seen so Mm. I think maybe, maybe that's really important let's
0: try and link some
1: yeah there's two documentaries that yeah. um, I can think of that I'm gonna link yeah which are just some shocking truths
0: yeah
1: I Any... think the one is called the cost of fashion I don't know if you've seen it
0: Mm-mm.
1: oh my god I cried watching it
0: oh, see I'm, I'm scared of that but we should all watch it yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh,
1: but I think those are really important and I'm also gonna link some books there's like a bunch of really good books mm. and a bunch of really good podcasts like if you do want to educate yourself and again it's all about our choices and I think we have so much power change this dynamic that is happening right now of Mm -hmm. influencing of buying into things thinking that we need it that's going to make us feel a certain way um so yeah going back into where you're putting your money into whose pocket and what is that person doing Mm
0: -hmm. with it i think in another episode we're going to talk about how like materials um you know what materials you should be putting on your body and like what it means if you're wearing polyester and all of that like there's so much that we need to go into as well it's from really that really
1: interesting yeah really interesting
0: well alice
1: i feel like i've learned a little bit <laughs> looking at things from um, a different perspective mm. and again it's not about agreeing or disagreeing it's like showing what our perspective means to us and why we think the way we do. Mm. Um, And again, you don't have to agree with me because I know like my point of view on the subject is quite strong mm. um but i'm just hoping that you will educate yourself at least yeah. um, and you start asking some deeper questions I start that somewhere really maybe
0: important. one day i'll be like you you know we're just like <laughs> building blocks building blocks <laughs> but yeah it was a really good chat thank you so much yeah. thanks guys for joining us as well hope you learned something
1: and yeah let us know your thoughts on sustainability i would really would love to hear yeah. what your thoughts on the subject are
0: we'll see you next week see you soon bye Thank <music> you.